Welcome to the Gut Health Dialogues with Alyssa. Hi, I'm Alyssa, a registered dietitian, integrative and functional nutrition therapist, and real food enthusiast. In this podcast, I'm thrilled to share with you the tried and tested secrets to living a symptom-free life, whether you're living with IBS, SIBO, poor digestion, or any other stomach issue. If you're sick and tired of hearing from doctors that there is nothing wrong with you, but still feeling worse and ready to take control of your gut health, this podcast is for you. So let's get started. Hi. I'm so glad you're joining me today. Thank you. It's really nice to be here. I just thought it would be really cool to share your story with everyone um, because it's been a long road, but you're finally doing so much better. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what was going on with your health um, when you and I first spoke? Okay. Well, I think you and I have been together for just over a year now. Yeah. And you've been an amazing miracle worker in my life. I came to you by way of a personal recommendation through my GI. Uh, she recommended you because we tried some other strategies for trying to address some stomach issues I was having and nothing was really working. I was so excited to come on board with you and to learn about FODMAPs and the journey of using FODMAP elimination diet and such to help me with my symptoms and issues. So thank you for being that miracle worker. Mm-hmm. What else would you like to know? Well- specifically were some of the health challenges you were dealing with? So I was working a full-time job that was very um, high stress and I was experiencing a lot of stomach issues that just were very crippling. It compromised my way of life. I'm a really busy active person and I could not leave my house sometimes in the mornings because I would have such awful symptoms. I wasn't getting results from medications or rest or what I thought was changing my diet. And it just was miserable. I had a lot of stomach pain, a lot of symptoms related to that, and a lot of anxiety and fear resulted from all of that. It was like this perfect storm that had been building my body. And we discovered together that I was having these issues with my small intestine and my large intestine. and. It just was a perfect storm brewing and not getting better very easily. What were some of the things you were used to doing that you weren't able to do at the time? I was struggling with just the well-being of life from day to day. I didn't enjoy bike riding. I was having trouble traveling. A few years ago, we took a trip and I was a hot mess through the airport to and from this trip. I was afraid to leave my house uh, and go far distances, so I missed out on hiking with my girlfriends, going out to, to meals, with, um, out to restaurants, which I love to do with a bunch of girlfriends and with my family. I was unable to participate in something I love to do, which is sing. I'm in a choir, and there was some issues that popped up with that experience. It just basically was putting me in a really down, depressed mood because I'm used to being active and on the go, and I could swim laps easily. I was a swimmer and bike rider and hiker and walker, and so many things just got turned upside down. Yeah, I remember especially the issue of the choir and then also traveling on road trips. It seemed like with you, especially when you were nervous that you wouldn't have a bathroom, 
the nerves almost caused more issues with your stomach, right? Oh yeah, it was terrifying and it was a catch 22. And so for example, with my symptoms, I noticed I, there was a pattern. I would um, experience symptoms usually just in the morning for over a period of four hours. So sometimes I would get up and feel like I was normal. And for example, I sing in a choir on Sunday mornings and I would go to the choir and I would feel like I'm fine. And then it was something about being up on a stage, if you will, or an altar, if you will. And that mindset or something subconsciously would mm -hmm. kick going, okay, what if something happens and I need a bathroom and I'm like too embarrassed to leave the group in front of people watching to go use the bathroom. Right. It was terrifying. Right. And then it became a mind over matter. And it was the same thing with hiking. I do these wonderful excursions with some college girlfriends and I was afraid to go too far from the house because we'd be too far from a bathroom. Mm -hmm. and then I would be just crippled in my own mm -hmm. duck thoughts. Yeah. If you and then I would have to excuse myself and go back and miss out on the activity because I, it was more of a security blanket to be close to where I could be near a bathroom and not have people watching me or noticing what I was doing or not doing. Yeah. And I remember you saying you would wake up with no issues, but start having issues just thinking about, like on Sunday morning, choir day. Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought it'd be fine. And then sometimes it just your thoughts would ruminate. And then before you know it, it became this like self-fulfilling prophecy. And there were times when I would have to bow out and just not sing. Mm -hmm. And it crushed me because that's how I always like to start my day on a Sunday morning. And finally, finally, after a year and a half, been able to turn that around. Working. Mm -hmm. Thank you. There was a long period of time when you were not singing in the choir. We, you would tell me every, every time, right? I'm just not even gonna go. Yeah and now you've been able to go back right yes yeah yeah i sing on a worship team in addition to my choir and i haven't made that jump yet yeah but i, I am able to go and i've learned a trick where i just i don't put anything in my stomach that might aggravate some symptoms if there were going to be anything and that seemed to help too i just had to keep fine-tuning a routine that worked for me mm -hmm that I was more confident and not getting stuck in thoughts mm -hmm. that would trigger anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I remember, especially that was so interesting because once we were able to calm everything down with you physically, you were still having that anxiety trigger. And then it was exactly like you say, a matter of retraining your brain that there, I don't have anything to worry about. And that's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. No, but I have to tell you, Alyssa, one of the great things about you is that you are a, a plethora of resources and your knowledge base is so extensive. And every time we would, I would show up to meet with you, I felt like I was in school learning something. I mean, I just can't get over how much I have learned about this whole gut health concept and what I need to do for myself to be proactive for me. And part of what helped with all that anxiety was when you introduced me to nervotherapy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Six weeks actually I did I tried to do two rounds of it, but that was really helpful to learn how to retrain your thinking and to understand that there are things you can do. So for example, the deep breathing strategies that you learn through this meditative process. I really take that to heart. And whenever I feel a glimmer of 
thoughts coming into my brain still to this day if i'm in the car i feel like something's going to come up i'll just kick into my nervous strategy it's nice tools in the toolbox to help quit those anxiety yeah driven thoughts to rest because it doesn't help when you're dealing with physical issues right yeah so nervous that gut directed hypnotherapy app yeah. that i use wonderful mm -hmm. yeah even my dog loved it Your dog? oh yeah that's right <laughs> I would put it on my phone and I would be in a quiet space and I had this beanbag chair across where I would sit and listen to it and she was upside down spread eagle. I thought, I don't know who's benefiting more, me, the, me or the dog. But uh, it was great. It was wonderful. <clears throat> that's, that's so great. Yeah. <clears throat> Excellent tool to kind of retrain your how your how your brain and your gut connect. That's a very connection. And I I think that was a huge learning curve for me to understand you know mind over matter is a powerful phrase and saying mm -hmm. and you're grappling with these gut issues that's not as easy to accomplish mm -hmm. um, I had to really dig deep inside myself to understand how to divorce myself from those thoughts that would trigger anxiety which would then lead to symptoms and it was this catch-22 all the time mm -hmm. so, um, I think the the variety of things and the tools that you gave have given me over the last year and a half have been so so helpful in awesome. taming all of that yeah so let's go back to about a year a year and a half ago um, how did you first find out about me and what uh, what were some of the other things you were considering doing before we started working together or solutions that you considered before we started working yeah. together i was first diagnosed with a SIBO infection i want to say four or five years ago now i was seen by a gi a, a woman arizona digestive who i love and it was treated with antibiotics and i thought it went away and then i was just really careful about cutting back on sugar and carbohydrates, you know, modifying my diet a little bit because I, I admittedly have a sweet tooth. That's always been my thing. And so I needed to make some diet changes. I addressed it with some antibiotics. And um, I remember her saying, well, uh, when I went for a follow-up, it was better. She said, okay, the medicine seemed to have done its trick. That's great. Keep on doing what you're doing. It may come back. And if it does, let me know. And so I was fine for a while. And then the symptoms reoccurred. And I was like, okay, so the things I tried did not work. And when I went back to my GI, she recommended you to me. Mm -hmm. Said, maybe you can have an opportunity to look at things in a, in a different way with dietary and through a dietitian's perspective, someone who's knowledgeable, such as yourself, and has experience in these areas of gut. So... It was a personal recommendation and I contacted you and you interviewed me and I was really grateful to know that you weren't going to just put me on some more meds, that we were going to look at things a lot differently and start with this uh, low FODMAP elimination diet, which for some reason I had heard of. I think I had a, a colleague many years ago who was dealing with some inflammation mm -hmm. and so the term and before you and I had connected I was having a lot of trouble on one of my traveling excursions I was in Colorado and I just remember googling low FODMAP I had to do something because I was desperate and I wasn't able to be home mm -hmm. and 
So I started reading up on it. And then when you and I connected, it's like, okay, I think I'm ready to do this. I knew I couldn't do it without your support and without medical support to do it. It's not just something you just jump on and do, but I could make a, a general list of tea chart of foods that I needed to avoid because I was trying some of that anyway, and it just wasn't working. I was still having a lot of symptoms yeah. and effects. Yeah. So very great. Yeah. It's, it's really complex and it's a process. It's not just a diet, right? Exactly. Oh, it's so much more. And you had, um, SIBO, which is common, it's, we're now learning that SIBO is one of the, um, the bacterial overgrowth you're referring to is one of the most common root causes of IBS. It's just that it's largely underdiagnosed because there's still a lot of practitioners that don't even know about it, even gastro, well, I'd say most gastroenterologists now know about it, but it's, it's not really part of, it's just starting to become part of common practice to even test for it and and you know much less fully treat it uh, in a comprehensive way and you, you mentioned you know that your gi doc put you on the antibiotics and it, it didn't work and for only one third of people does that one round of antibiotics work so we had to really do what i do with a lot of my clients which is dig deeper figure out what what are the root causes of the SIBO, what caused that to happen, really dig in your history and figure that out, and then um, really put together a comprehensive treatment approach using natural solutions, right? Diet, lifestyle. Yes, but I also really appreciate that you were the one to help dig deeper with some of the testing that needed to be done to learn and what my gut uh, makeup was from an enzyme point of view and all the different things that you look at from your dietitian knowledge base and all of that put together i mean that that was just mind-boggling to me to realize and it was some extensive testing that we did mm -hmm. a year yeah. summer to start eliminating and pinpointing what were the things that were contributing to all of my struggles yeah right I had no idea and I had no idea like even to this day people will my close friends that know me and see the changes are what's what's going on I'll say well it's low FODMAPs or I would still have gatherings when I was going through all of this and they were always so kind and respectful because I had to really stay diligent per your advice and your um, directives on what I needed to do from week to week to uh, be able to dive in and tackle this with the FODMAP and that was such a an eye-opener i mean it, it's something that is not common knowledge mm -hmm. so now have all of that information and knowledge and understanding is a huge tool in my toolbox for being proactive for my gut and the health that i hope to maintain and have in the future mm -hmm. absolutely i just have a couple more questions for you and then we'll wrap this up what were some of the most helpful things for you to to learn about I think for me, it was really helpful to learn about all the different categories of what FODMAP stands for, all the different mm -hmm. that your um, body makes and the foods that you eat and how that all impacts that. And I think, too, the fact that you have such a knowledge base on the different supplements. So I was a premature baby, for example, and you helped me to understand that some of my uh, issues were connected to things that go back to the beginning of my life and things that I had done or not done 
over the course of my growing up years. So we added in things like colostrum and some of the different supplements that you recommended that were specifically catering to my specific needs based on the testing that we had done. And so so grateful for having those resources and materials and provisions for dietary supplements, as well as understanding what the diet is, getting a deeper understanding of IBS and how it's all related. Mm -hmm. That was to me. Then the apps that you provided for me or pointed me to the Menashe University app and the um, Spoonful app when I had to relearn what I was going to shop for and buy for. It's a very intense process, but it's so worth it. And it was, I had to be diligent. You were my biggest cheerleader for that every week, cheerleading me on to be diligent and stay with it and stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. And you have such a good ethic. Um, You've been a pleasure to work with, but it sounds like what you're saying is testing was such a big helpful part of this as well because the microbiome it's like a fingerprint there it is you cannot use a one-size-fits-all approach so even some of the supplements uh we use some even the low fodmap process is it's different for every single person it's really just a framework to individualize your personal eating plan the fodmap and then the testing allows us to really individualize what supplements and maybe lifestyle interventions you need, um, which is different from the next person and different from the next person. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I was, I was not sure how this would all go. I was, no, I had my low points where I was discouraged. And even like last summer when we'd made headway and then it was, Oh my gosh, I'm still not Mm -hmm. free. And one of the goals that you and I set that you asked me that I wanted to do because I, I, I like leading a busy active life and I like traveling and going out with friends and doing different adventures and such as I wanted to get to a point where I could be 90% mm-hmm. clear of this, these issues. And I think we're almost there. I mean, I'm so encouraged and excited and it's, you know, it's what my father used to always say, hard work pays off in anything that you do. Yeah. And work in this but it pays off if you stay diligent yeah you just told me this morning night i'm at that 90 percent. i think i'm there that is and yeah so you're talking about over the summer we had cleared your SIBO. we had a right we had cleared this via the breath test but you were still having issues and that was kind of a frustrating point and that's when we decided to do the stool test to see what else is going on in your digestive tract and that's really was a game changer right yes big game changer so you continue to layer in Mm -hmm. for physical and emotional support has all been so strategic and timely yep awesome so so what is um life like now for you you know it's it's such a joy i'm able to do things i can go out my door in the mornings with confidence whereas a year and a half two years ago you might remember there were times when I was coming home three times before I would actually leave because I was so afraid to leave my house. So just having the freedom to go out and about and not have to wonder and not have to worry, am I going to need a restroom? What am I going to do? Um, so enjoying the things that I used to love to do, more bike riding, getting out swimming again, walking, and going out to restaurants and not having to be um, so nervous about what I 
can order and eat. Like I used to have to look meticulously at everything beforehand. And now I have tools, my toolbox, and I have an understanding. So I just think just the joy of living is, yeah. has been restored. With yeah, and you told me today, I made it through Thanksgiving and I ate what I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> and then some. Yeah. Like we all. And I think that's such an important point because I think a lot of people worry that they're going to have to give up all their favorite foods. And while we did have to be strategic about your food choices every step along the way, the goal is to be able to fix what's going on with your gut or really strengthen and rebalance and support um, more normal gut health so that, that, so that restrictive dieting is not your long-term solution, right? So you can go right. back to foods you like to eat. And you know, which you were always so helpful in sending um, very timely articles or websites or anchor charts of nutritional concepts and ideas that I needed to keep focused on. And, you know, the FODMAP every day um, or the everyday FODMAP, I forget what it is. I don't, I don't, I don't even have to memorize it. I just click on it now, but the, the wealth of recipes that were out there for me, it was just not a huge deal when I, I was eliminating because there were so many choices of foods to choose from and to try. And I built a whole menu. I could even show it to you, a binder of recipes that I've just printed. And so much of what I've uh, learned about eating in a FODMAP kind of way is really just healthy eating too. It's not all about the elimination. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's been really good. You've educated me in so many ways that way. I'm so glad to hear it. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. And it's been such a great um, experience working with you and seeing all your, like, hard, your, all your hard work pay thank off. Thank you. I appreciate you. Take care and thanks for sharing everything. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you found our discussion valuable. Remember, your journey to better gut health is a continuous process and I'm here to support you every step of the way. To continue on your journey to getting rid of your stomach issues for good, click the link in the description to my five-step system to find your triggers and solve your IBS for good. I'm Alyssa signing off, and I can't wait to continue these dialogues with you. See you in the next episode.